You are listening to 10 Wrestling's 2300 Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at 10 Wrestling Pro Wrestling Discussions, on Twitter at 2300 Wrestling P1, and catch new episodes of the 2300 Wrestling Podcast on Anchor FM, Spotify, and other leading platforms. Welcome everybody to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. Man, this is the part I always say, hey, Dave, how you doing? And Dave will come back and go, oh, I did a good job today. And so we're going to introduce who we have today. We got Alex Watt, the killer, a.k.a. the killer Watt. So hello, Alex. How's it going, guys? I'm doing good, doing good. So, um, how you been? Um, I, I see you were um, doing some um, wrestling stuff earlier. So, how's today? Today doing good? Oh, today, today's great, man. Just uh, finished up a main event match with Ace Austin with uh, with his girlfriend. He was tag team with her against uh, Trajan Horn and AJ Ever oh. at the, uh, the Sanctuary. Yeah, his uh, girlfriend, I don't know if you know, she is the uh, backstage uh, interviewer for Impact Wrestling as well. Oh, that is so cool, cool. Impact, and I enjoy Impact. Impact. Impact is a fun show now. Before it was mm-hmm. like slowly falling apart. Now it's falling, coming back together, and they got yeah. great, great people behind it now. I agree. Yeah, I think they have a really good roster there. Oh yeah. So let's let's start let's start up. Um, one of my. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Since what's going on in the world when we had COVID going on and all that, do you think rest, wrestling needs background checks? Uh, as far as like, like in um, general or for like to keep away for like child molesters or um, sexual. <sighs> I mean, I feel like that's kind of tough to do. Um, but, yeah, I, I think at least, like, uh, maybe the first time you're working with a company uh, wouldn't be a bad idea to do that. Uh, it's just uh, it gets complicated because a lot of a lot of promotions are barely making money as it is, uh, as, at least on the indie scene. So it, it's really hard to say, like, all right, well, the promotion got to spend money on this uh, on top of trying to run their show. It's just, It becomes a lot. I feel like it, it kind of makes it harder for independent wrestling to exist just because like I said companies already are either losing money or breaking even not many are actually making money could it be like a state like Maryland Maryland they have um, yeah. licenses if they yeah. have licenses and you can look into the license and make sure, sure. would that be yeah. a lot easier for all promotions out there yeah so like if, if like so the independent wrestler themselves has to uh, get a, a license uh, like a, the annual physical background check I think that's not a bad idea at all. Because I, I since what happened to um, Synergy, and mm, I, absolutely. I, I'm worried about safety if I bring my niece and nephews to a wrestling show. Okay. I want to know if I got up to go get a drink, my kid, my sister's kids are safe. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I absolutely agree with that. So I, or if um, Dave brings his um, girlfriend's kids to a show, knowing that mm. they're his teen, the teenage kids are safe from any predators out there. So, right. so uh, that. that I always want to bring that question up and see what people say about it. And I have some people yeah. saying no, some says yes. I, I just want to see what people think. I, I yeah, depending on who's paying for it, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of right in the middle. I think the, the synergy situation was a really scary situation for everybody, oh, yeah. uh, mainly because this guy used a fake name for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's one of the things that is a little bit scary because in pro wrestling, we all use fake names. Yes. So, you know, anybody could be anybody. And I'll, I'll tell you what I do like. Um, I, I managed Johnny Moran for the first time in New York on Friday. And uh, they uh, have the doctor come in and take your blood pressure. And they ask you your real name and your stage name. Uh, oh. And I, I think I think that's definitely healthy to make sure that people are aware of your actual name. Yeah. See, I have a stage name and I have a real name, too. And I go by yeah. both. And there you go. <laughs> So that that's uh, that's the fun part of all. I might for you to understand. I use Richards because my mom's maiden name is Richards, and she mm. passed away back in '97. So it's a meaning. That's why I love wrestling so much because it kept me away from being um, suicidal and all that stuff and depressed. And, and I was. It was a hard yeah. time to get out of. And yeah. wrestling helped me a lot. Yeah, I agree. Wrestling wrestling has also uh, been there for me. Uh, wrestling has always made my life better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I. I, I think that's that a lot of people that wrestling helps. It really does. It's an escape. Oh yeah, big time. Movies too. I, I yeah, went into too. I went into a different world and watching my mom for like like seven years fighting back and forth with cancer and all that. Right. It was it was 
kind of tough, you know what I mean? I bet. Oh, oh. and what, what helped me out was wrestling. Oh, yeah. I did train at some point too, and then I stopped because my brother needed a kidney. So I doing. Oh yeah. So I I went with family before my what I wanted to do in life. Yeah, now I'm 42, noble. and I'm like I'm too old. I don't want to do anything. Let me do a podcast. Nothing wrong with that. Oh yeah. I I, I do apologize if you hear music in the background. Uh, they're they're filming some dark matches at this uh, venue here. Oh, it's okay. I like music. Uh, I'm, I'll dance to it. Right on. <laughs> so since we started our new YouTube channel thing and and. Have Having fun with wrestlers doing playing games and all. I know I want to get you in there one day, and that'll be oh, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And I will do whatever to help you promote whatever promotion out there, and put a thumbnail out and just push it out for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if uh, if you if you're available, if you want to bring some games on out to uh, the H2O Center on uh, September 12th, we're, we'll be there all day long. Uh, Camp Lee Prague will be there at one o'clock, and then we have uh, combat. Fights Unlimited, which is uh, just a bunch of women wrestlers, some of which were actually in the NWA Empower uh, pay-per-view last night. Uh, they'll be their uh, cage, uh, cage match, uh, like MMA fight. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let me check my schedule and I'll give you a heads up and write down the dates right. so I can talk to Dave about. Cause... Yeah. Talk about what? Oh, hold on. Let me bring you back into the game. Talk to me about what? Oh, um, they invited us to go to H2O um, to do some other things and get um, Alex on to our um, game play. Maybe musical chairs maybe okay when um you said september 12th september 12th yeah we'll be there all day uh, either uh probably during the uh, intermission between shows i can probably do uh something with you guys okay that'd be cool yeah he's looking at his schedule so let's move right. on um let's tell the fans out there that might not get into wrestling no independence sure. and all what is mm-hmm. your background in training um who trained you and give us a little story sure. uh so back in 2001 i attended my first wrestling show and uh it was because of a guy that lived near me who uh, promoted wrestling. His name was Pinky the Flamingo Kid, uh, independent Crazy. wrestler. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> wrestler out of Reading, PA. And uh, th- he inspired me. He made me want to be a professional wrestler. Took me to my first show. Uh, I fell in love with independent wrestling. Then I fell in love with wrestling on TV. Uh, once I turned 16, uh, my birthday present from my mom was her to pay for me to be trained by him. Oh, and that's uh, awesome. I started my first day of training was doing lockups and learning how to bump on his cement floor in his basement uh, that was real fun um, but we you know I trained for a couple months with him uh, with uh, him Mark Matt uh, if you know Mark Matt I know Mark uh, and Troy very very yeah. Very well. Yeah, we trained at the dungeon. Uh, we, we, you know, just got them like five bucks. They'd let us come in, and he would train me there. Yeah, we um, were talking at uh, Hamburg because Dia was there too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I trained there for a while. I uh, not only did I learn about wrestling, but he taught me everything. He taught me how to promote wrestling and how to book and uh, just everything I needed to know. But at, at some point uh, after high school, not that I fell out of love with wrestling but I wasn't confident in myself and I just had a lot going on in, in life and I just I, I fell out of it um, so fast forward 15 years uh, 2015 about 2015 I started podcasting and then podcasting led me to a company called uh, PPW in Hazleton okay. and, um, yeah I know that one too so, so I started podcasting with them exclusively for wrestling content and um, they, they kind of brought me in and that's what where I met Johnny Moran mm-hmm. and Johnny Moran's like oh, you have all these great ideas because uh, I would pick apart all the matches and I would be like well that story doesn't work and here's why and this guy should be in this place and he's like you need to start your own company and I was like no 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 and eventually I uh, met the maestro who I run high tension wrestling with and I uh, can't believe frog along with Chris Levin and uh, he, he was the perfect partner because he views wrestling the same way I do which is a way to tell a story with like intermixing our background in theater Mm -hmm. uh, to to tell a story and be cinematic and uh, so that's what we've been doing with Camp Leapfrog and that's what we're about to do with uh, some exclusive
exclusive high tension wrestling stuff that's going to be coming out in October. It's still, uh, still a bit of a secret, but you guys, you guys now officially are the first that know it comes. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. Awesome. Thank yeah. you. The crazy thing is, like, I love Camp Lee Prague, and I enjoyed every single episode so far on IWTV. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> All the way around. <laughs> yes, I did a circle when I said plug. <laughs> but, like, dude, like, killing killing your uh, vision was amazing yeah you guys did an excellent job putting that together and i i was marking out on the on twitter the whole time i think i'm still marking <laughs> out from it i am I a big it. like i love johnny moran i love killian mcmurphy mm-hmm. um yeah well I, I i will say that uh killian's been killing it with the uh him uh Duff, miles uh all, all the goons robert Ranky, oh. ak that you know they've been doing really cool with those uh, cinematics and you know we thought wow what if we brought them into uh do their thing at Camp Leapfrog. So not only was it the Camp Leapfrog production, but it was Killian and Dust helping write the the script. They produced and they directed the whole thing. Um, So, yeah, these guys are very, very, very talented. Dust is awesome. I love Dust. And I, I said it from the beginning. I said, Dust, here's what you're supposed to be doing. And, and it'll be funny if you did it. He's like, what? I'm like, when you go out there and you do your managing stuff, you remind me of Chris Farley. He's like, really? I, I do? He's, I'm, I'm like, yeah, you should be going out there playing with your belt and twisting it around and like, twitching your head back and doing all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it works. It looks good. And I see Dust doing that now. I'm like, see, I told yeah. you it would work. You know, it's funny. I was just with him last night and he did the belt thing. Right. <laughs> see, it works. It just messed, to get, messed with the belt and everything else. Chris Farley did this character named Matt Foley. Yep. If you remember that. That's Down what, by the river. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's what Dust reminds me of. And that's what I'm like, do that. Do the Matt Foley, do the Matt Foley character. And it works for Chris. I mean, and it works for uh, Dust. There's a kid down in um, um, Delaware, down Mary Dell, named mm-hmm. Hobo Harry. I first oh. thing I told him to do. I think Alex knows Harry. Oh, you know Harry? Did, did you hear the sound he made? I told him to go around... <laughs> I told him to go around and ask for money. You know what I mean? That'd be great. I'm, as a fan, I'm watching him do his thing. And I'm like, and then like um, last show we did in DCW, I was like, yo, you need to come out like Oscar Grouse, be in a freaking trash can. And he did it. And I was like. And it was over. And it got over. And it was nice. awesome. And like, I have ideas too when I watch. And I pass it on to wrestlers. I was like, this will be great. Try this. You know what I mean? Right. Because I would love Absolutely. to see stuff go and go, ah, look, that's awesome. I mark out on my own stuff but i was happy to <laughs> i was so happy that um hobo harry did it i like yeah. this kid i hope he goes far um even the whole oscar grouch thing you know what i mean i loved it you know what i mean so absolutely oh it's fun i love like storytelling i love characters i love all that stuff and i would love to see like a um trading places storyline you know what i mean and watch it you know yeah. that would be fun and I was looking at Hobo Harry about it and, like, have him win the title and him losing it, and then he goes back to being a bum again. Be awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, and if somebody steals this idea, it's fine. Uh, I thought one of the great, like, mechanisms for movies to use uh, for maybe a Camp Lead Frog or something one day would be a wrestling show, but Groundhog. It's just one map that keeps resetting. Oh, my gosh. You know what the funny thing is? I was watching CZW one night about 15 years ago, and and God rest. It was um, Trent Acid versus Ruckus. And it, they played it three times in the same hour. They didn't wow. play any other matches. They just played that one match. Don't get me wrong. Two great, amazing wrestlers. God rest Trent. But still, like I went to commercial and it, it came right back to that spot. And it was over and over again. Fine. I think you uh-huh. can do that if putting it together like whoever you want to make it look like Groundhog's Day you can make Johnny Moran wake up every day yeah absolutely <laughs> and like and same just... thing over and over again but he changes things around It'd be great yeah. but wait a minute yeah, can, to, can we do the voiceover to... for it be like the the go. talk show <laughs> like it's Groundhog Day <laughs> be like the morning yeah, talk yeah, show yeah. that'd be great that'd be funny the, the everything have everything oh my gosh I can picture this yeah I can too do it please do it yeah, I say do it Adam. before anybody takes it from us <laughs> yeah no I would absolutely have to do that uh, uh, it's a great idea oh my gosh I like I oh my gosh like picturing like different things popping up and you have to have him step in the water that first step <laughs> is a Doozy. See, that'd be funny, you know? Like going to the ring, he stepped in the puddle again. Oh, you have to rip off the doozy spot. 
Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that was a doozy. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that that'll be fun. I, I love, dude. Everything you guys do with Lee Frog is top notch, and if nobody's seeing it, no. they're missing out. See, I, I missed one. I saw what was the last one I saw? I saw the one where it was two guys and they were doing the arts and crafts. That's the first one. Was it the first one? That's the last one I saw. I haven't had a chance to watch anything else. I see apologize. that? See that? Yeah. See that? I work a lot. <laughs> well, I did too. Yeah, but my <laughs> jobs are a little bit yeah, rougher than yours. That was our very, uh, our very first match. Devante versus yes. uh, Deshaun Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, and Deshaun, good friend. Oh, gosh. Awesome guy. I love that um, McCannon up there doing the magic stuff. And I was like, oh, my oh, gosh, yeah. this is great. Like, the special oh, yeah. effects. And, man, like, I was like, dude, who's thinking of this stuff? And it's amazing. I love it. And then I found out it was you and Chris Levin and all that. I'm like, wow. Well, yeah, well, what's cool with that is that it's actually not just us. We are probably one of the few wrestling companies um, that listen to our entire roster. So we, we pretty much come to them and we say, hey, what, what kind of cool ideas do you have? What do you want to try? And we try to make those things happen. And even if it's something crazy, like Kaya says, I do magic. I Can I shoot lightning out of my hand? Oh, yeah, God. we have some pretty talented editors. We can do that for you. So, oh, my gosh. You, know, you may not see it on a live show, but in, in post you might see it. It's like, it's like an Undertaker spot. He puts his hands up. There's nothing there. But... Then- Post magic, it's there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh my gosh, it's it's just, like whatever you guys are doing, keep on doing it, man. I'm having fun with this stuff. You know what I mean? Watching this. Oh yeah. But because it's not your like like we say for us, we're not your average podcast. Mm-hmm. Camp Leapfrog is not your average wrestling show. It's absolutely not. Yeah, you're it, right. Like they got the character stuff and all that. And like right. the last time we had character stuff was when we had Shakara and yeah. what what happened to them and Well, I, they're still around, yeah. they're just under a different name. Are they? Yeah. They're they're now the Wrestle Factory. Oh. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that either. That's it. I, mean, I, I, I didn't know if they were running shows, but I know they were... No, like, it's Shakara, but without Quackenbush and his name and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Right. It's new people. Okay. I, I was a fan of um, Shakara. No, I was a fan of yeah. a lot of companies. I was a fan of Shakara. I was a fan of a company that we're not allowed to talk about anymore, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, we talked about it already. Did we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was... We were supposed to do stuff with them, and then I get that phone call from my brother. You know my brother. Oh, um, what's your brother's name? Dave Brocker. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. Never heard of him. Me neither, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> oh, I always rib him every time he brings up Mike Keener. Every time. <sighs> so, oh, yeah. He's like, hi, my brother's name is Mike Keener. Again? Gosh. Gotta let people know. <laughs> I know. I'm just joking. I love ripping my brother right there from another mother. Oh, God, you're going to make me want to drink early, and there's beer over there, too. I know Dave Dave hates a lot of things, and I do, too. I hate a lot of people. I hate them. Not people, but pet peeves. We got pet peeves oh, yeah. in the business. Oh, yeah. Shit, I have a bunch of pet peeves. Oh, God. Some of them are the same as my brother. So, like, Dave hates when referees not wearing black shoes, wearing jeans okay. and a ring. So do you have any not pep- tucked in? No, no, not tucked in. I was I screamed at one of the wrestlers the other we, day. We were at a show. <laughs> um, it wasn't super crazy. What was it? It was um, Draven Blaze was running a show. I forget what the name of his company was, but he was running a show, and and this guy was like, he's no wearing s- jeans. He was wearing jeans, and he was no selling the spots, and just wasn't doing what a ref should be doing. And I'm like, uh, and Chio, you know Chio. Oh yeah. Chio was. There. I'm like Chio, what the fuck? He's looking up at the ref. He's like, don't, don't even, don't even. I mean, dude. <laughs> I, like, I pick things out. Like, when I watch, there's one referee I was a little bit upset, and he was counting. Was it cut, counting out wrestlers in a no falls match yeah, or something I know, like I know that? Exactly what you're talking about. We're not and gonna I'm get, like, yeah, but I'm not gonna get spanked up about that one. No, no, don't spank up on that either. But um, <laughs> he's laughing over there. But like we see pet like pet peeves like if there's a a match like let's say like no falls or a ladder match and you're like, counting out the wrestlers count on a no DQ match a no disqualification match a no holds bar match why are you going to count the person out when you're not supposed to be so do you have any pet right. peeves in the business Ooh. Ah. <laughs> that was Boy. the one too many to announce. Mm-hmm. Good question. Good question. Um, man, I don't, I don't know why I'm blanking here because I definitely. <laughs> um, I, it's hard to say. Uh, you know, I definitely need people to play their part. Um, uh, you know, under understand the story that we're trying to tell and, and make sure that uh, when when certain things are happening in the ring, like I mean, you guys know industry terms like selling. Make sure you're selling the right stuff. You know, make sure people can tell what emotions you're supposed to be experiencing. You know. Oh yeah. Um, 
if I can't connect with you emotionally, like how am I supposed to believe what's happening? Oh yeah. Big um, and so that, that's my biggest thing is, uh, you know, a lot of people think that we can come into this wrestling and, you know, just as an athlete be successful, but you actually also kind of have to be an actor and learn how to express and feel the emotions that you're supposed to tell the story with, you know? Oh yeah. Big time. Like, I, like when I go to shows, I always, um, give some heat to Dave shows when he's refereeing mm. and all that and trying to get the wrestlers over because sometimes the fans don't get over and scream and because um, Corey right. Castle came out one time and nobody knew who he was. He just came love back. Corey oh, I was same here. I love him too, man. He's a great guy. And like, nobody knew who he was. I'm like, I started screaming. I was like, that's Corey Castle. He has a podcast too. And I just went off and like, tried to give him some um, cheer and I'm like, yeah, Corey. He came back and all and it was fun. You know what I mean? I had to like do yeah. something and, and and the fans that just didn't know who he was. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. this stinks. I can understand though, because, you know, he was out, I guess, for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I remember this is one of the guys that I kind of grew up watching on the indie scene uh, before I even, like, really jumped in. Yeah. I remember he, he was green. He was in a tag team. His singlet was too big for him. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I very much, I thought he was very talented and, even then, this is a guy that perfectly uh, fits the example of what I like. He's a stand-up comedian, he's a podcaster, and he's an actor, and he's a rep. Yes. Did you see his little um, short film, Bruce? I, I have not. Oh, you have to check it out. It's really good. Definitely will. Definitely yeah. will. Yeah, so much fun. Um, let's go. Let's move on down. Let's go to geek out moments. I know I geek out a lot in wrestling, like Johnny mm-hmm. Moran sitting, standing next to him, watching um, <laughs> a goddess show, and we're just talking wrestling the whole time and yeah. like pinpointing things. I remember like the show before, and I'm like, how did they get to this match? And I'm like trying to didn't and if I was smart enough Christina should go over because she lost the last match to keep the storyline going Mm -hmm. and then you see Johnny go how did you know that? Like in his head, it was like, I don't know. I just watch wrestling and this is what yeah. I would have done, you know? Exactly. Yeah, you watch it long enough, you kind of understand how, the, how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So me geeking out, I had to do that Johnny Rand one, but me geeking out, like seeing Ricky Steamboat and right. Shane yeah. Douglas, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Shane, I, I um, Alpha Nowhere, I was like, holy crap, you're short. And I said that to <laughs> Shane. But uh, recently I saw him again up at um, Stand Alone, SW whatever company was going on at the time time right. there was like three shows at one i had a, a hardcore homecoming um program i still have and shane's like oh my gosh he opened it up he's like i wrote this whole thing he's like yo can i take pictures of this and i'm like oh, oh my awesome. gosh he's marking out on my program that i bought awesome so <laughs> it was like one of my favorite things so do you have any geek out moments i do um, so the first day I met you is oh. the day that I met Scott Hall for the first time. Oh, I remember me too. Uh, Scott, and it was, it was that day. Like I've never, DDP, I met him and I was a little bit nervous to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And then we, yeah, we actually ended up having a conversation because we have a mutual friend. Okay. Um, so it wasn't a total geek out, but when I met Scott Hall and when I met Pentagon Jr. that day, I really geeked out. Um, now the things I geek out for aren't so much people. Like Friday, I hung out with uh, the Rock and Roll Express, uh, Luke, uh, the Bushwhacker Luke, and, you know, Sonny, Sandman were there. We were at the International Wrestling Hall of Fame. And um, I just, I kind of view these people as coworkers now. You know, I don't don't geek out so much. But, you know, what I do geek out for, what what really pops me is when I see, like, a storyline played out perfectly. Um, And somebody who does this, who I watch, and uh, he just really makes me feel what what's happening is Darius Carter. Yes. I'm not afraid to say that I geek out for his performance almost every time. Oh my gosh, we did something with him on our YouTube page. Him and Jay George. Yeah, it was awesome. Jay George? Nice. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was is, for, is for basketball. Uh, no, that was basketball. No, we did the uh, basketball thing. We were the guest uh, rebounders, I guess you would call us. For oh, it. No, no, very so, but that we, was... we, He stood on one side of the court, I stood on the other side, and if a ball went out of bounds, we threw it back. Very nice. <laughs> But yeah, it was awesome. He did something. I was like, wow, right. I mean, Darius Carter would do something for us? Yeah. This is amazing. 
amazing. Shane, Shane Perry is a very good friend. Love Shane Perry. Love anything that oh, Shane yeah. Perry does. We're always there for anything that Shane Perry has going on. And just about that Darius Carter was there for that. And and the funny thing is, Darius Carter didn't even get in basketball gear, so to speak. He put the basketball jersey over his dress gear. That was <laughs> it was great. That's very Darius Carter. Yes. Right. That's what I was saying. So when you talked about Scott Hall. Um, that was the that was the same one with Paul Orndorff, right? Which one? Uh, I'm not sure if he was there. I think Carly Race was there. Uh, Enzo was there. I had I was there with we were there. Yeah, we were there. We were there. That's yeah. the first time uh, I met um, Al. Yeah. I think Orndorff was there because I remember Scott Hall. I got Scott Hall's autograph earlier in the day, and then I came back. We got like, a picture. Dave Dahl got a picture with him. And I was like, I, I should get Paul Orndorff. Uh, I, yeah. I need his I, I need his autograph. So I walked yeah. back, and Paul goes, "What's your name?" And Scott goes, "It's Dave." And I'm like, holy crap, you remember my name. <laughs> oh, nice. That's cool. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah. I was going for like an hour. You know what I mean? I would have forgot about me a long time ago. Really you know I mean? But that was a fun day. The fact that we get there at like 9 a.m. and nobody's there yet. And Ron Simmons is sitting at the table by himself. And I'm like, should I walk up to Ron and talk to him? And I just started talking to Ron. And it was one of the best goddamn conversations I ever had. My son, who was 14 at the time. I think he was 14. No, he could be 14. Huh? 14, 15 at the time. Um, now, mind you, my son is 16 now and he's six foot two. Um, wow. Right. Ron goes, damn boy, you look like you're at least 20. Take a free autograph on me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a mutual friend. Um, his mom drove ECW wrestlers around. I don't know if you would call him that. Table of five. Okay, let's. Mm. A table of five. So. Oh. Mm, so since oh. he. The he's, right stuff. Sorry. Since he is like a promoter um, slash pie. Mm, what's what? I, I would go. Let me table of five. He's the fifth person at the table. Yes. So. What should we do? Favorite announcers, just like the guy doing cut the promo in the background right now. Since he is a podcast guy, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I hear somebody cutting a promo. So (laughs) yes, yes, yes. You hear you you actually hear an announcer right now that is one of my favorites and the first announcer that I've ever uh, witnessed on the indie scene, Carolina Jim. Oh, I know Jim. Yeah, (laughs) I know I know Carolina Jim because Carolina Jim was a ring announcer for um for Chio. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so you want to do a ring announcer, and he picked that one right there. And he has three more left. So uh, him in the background. Right. They wanted me to do my Carolina Jim impression today, and I was like, <laughs> I can't do, I can't do that impression in front of Jim. So <laughs> wait a minute, here we go. So it's table of five. You're the fifth person at the table. We're gonna do four announcers that are you'd want at the table. I'm guessing Carolina Jim would be one of them. Carolina Jim would absolutely be my first pick. The second would be uh, the Maestro from Camp Lee Prague and also my, my business partner. Um, I had one in mind and I blanked on it. I used to work with Paul Bow, if we know Paul Bow. A little bit, yeah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, and uh, who's the other announcer? Um, just because it's escaping me, I'd probably pick David Adams because that dude has massive energy. Oh my God. Love David Adams. David Adams, you're listening. Love you, bro. Everything that we've done with him has been fun. David Adams here. Funniest thing, like, my friends would look at me, like, we had that conversation, like, who's your favorite announcer? And blah, blah, blah. People would go, Gary Michael Capetta and all that. I'm like, no. And when they guess me mine, and they look at me weird, like, who? My favorite yeah. announcer is actually Lance Russell. Okay. Well, who's that? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just about yeah. to <laughs> I, I would say, look, if you ask me who my favorite people are in wrestling, in almost any position, they're going to be on the indie scene. Yeah, yeah but I, mean, I, I grew up watching Mid-South and USWA and all that. Yeah. And and I yeah. loved watching Lance Russell and Corey Macklin. Those two were my favorites. Absolutely. David Adams is my favorite because um, we take pictures of each other every time. Right. <laughs> Time. And I mean, Rob Williams is pretty good as well. Yeah, he's good. Right. Yeah, yeah. Anthony's good too. Uh, he's starting out. I mean, good. Alex Watt is up there. He's a pretty good announcer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to pull out the rule book, aren't you? God, you want this goddamn rule book. I swear to God, I'm going to burn it. You're not born burning my rule, rule book, man. Watch me. Oh, oh yeah. He wants me around. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change this question around because Uh-oh. I always ask somebody give you a Advice. I want to see what kind of advice you can give people out there if they're listening, mm-hmm. if they want to get into the business. Uh, just do it. Uh, be like so, Nike. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it, for me, my whole experiences have been uh, 
uh, not thinking that I'm good at it. And if, if it's something that you think or you know is going to make you happy, whether you're good enough or not is irrelevant. Just just do it and, and be happy. And, uh, you know, the more you work at it, the better you'll get, you know, the advice I have. Alex just gave me another Saturday Night Live reference. Because okay. I'm good enough and I'm smart enough. And doggone and gosh, it, darn people it. like me. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. 90s Saturday Night Live was my favorite. Sorry, I loved 90s Saturday Night Live. 90s oh, was a good time. Yeah, it was the best. And I mean, especially so when you had the wrestlers band. on there and everything. Yes. Yeah, Nick Cottrell, that was probably one of my favorite skits. Nick Cottrell from The Rock. <laughs> you don't need Nick... You don't need Nick, Nick, what is it, Nick Control or whatever the sugar thing is. You, you need Nick Control, and Nick comes to your house and beats you up when you're in smoking cigarette. It's one yeah, of the best steals bits. Your, steals your girlfriend. Right. <laughs> Coincidentally, I'm actually friends with his nephew, so uh, it's pretty cool. Lance. Oh, yeah? Oh. Lance? Lance, how do I? Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh. Uh, actually, um... Last time I was at the building that right now, I met his uncle uh, and son of High Chief Peter Maivia. His name is uh, Toa Maivia. Yeah. So I like to play a game. I want to play a game with you. Let's do it. Okay. You want to play a game? Yes, we want to play a game. <laughs> you want to so, play this game? Yes, I would like to play this game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the five questions. Of doom. Oh my! Oh my gosh! I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm question. <laughs> question number one. <laughs> wow, I'm scared. You should uh, be. So, we're question one. You know how to ask question number one, do you? No. Homer Simpson or Peter Griffin? Ah, oh, man. That hurts. Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't realize how much of a... Oh, oh yeah, I'm sorry. All oh, these questions man. are non-wrestling related questions. Oh, yeah. This is the fun part of it all. Yeah, uh, you know, Homer Simpson. I'm sorry. Dude. The, the original OG, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's why. It's the, it's pure nostalgia. Oh, yeah. The longest-running episodic animated series in history. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can put Sesame Street up there, too. Yeah, but sure. full animated. Okay. Question number two. Oh, my gosh. You can stop now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. You have so much fun. What's your... What superpower would you want? Uh, uh, probably uh, does invincibility work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, actually, I, I love, um, heal, any kind of, like, uh, like speed healing, like Wolverine has. Yes, that's what I said, because I am a fan of Wolverine. And yeah. I, every episode, I always say, That's oh. why you named your truck Wolverine, or Logan. Yeah, my, my renegade is named Logan, after Wolverine. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, the, the speed healing and the slow aging. That's that, that's what I like. Okay, yeah, he's getting ready. He's getting ready for number three. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Wait, are we over? What, is, what, what happened? I don't, what happened? I don't know. It's always pushing buttons. Favorite sidekick? Uh, the kind on the car. Oh. Dave, you're the my phone. favorite sidekick. <laughs> the phone. <laughs> the, phone. <laughs> the phone. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, Boo Boo. Yogi. Okay, yeah. Yogi and Boo Boo. Hey, Yogi. Yeah, Boo Boo. Let's do another uh, picnic basket. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> another picnic basket? Okay, let's, let's play around. I, I got more questions in here. We wrote down so many, and I need to add more into it. Sounds good. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Let's go around now. I don't see him. I'm not Question number four. What was that? Four. Okay, number four. four. Ast Astro or Dino? 
Oh, oh. Are we talking Morales or uh, Santa? God damn! <laughs> you, 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 the, this and Homer and and, and here, oh, they just. How do you choose? I know, ain't that crazy? Uh, man, I, I will say I did love the Flintstones, Jesse Crocco. Oh, um, dude, that was a great movie. Yeah, I, I love that movie on DVD. But, uh, damn, you know, because Astro is like this intelligent, I gotta go with Astro. But I love Dino. I know. I love you, George. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, I do other voiceovers as well. Okay, he's ready. What are you doing? Uh, Come on, say something. So I know you're into this stuff. That's why I picked it. Favorite right. past video game console? Uh, so like retro, retro, anything, real anything. Do, 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 do. I, this is gonna be a, a wild one. A Sega Dreamcast. Wow. You know what I got? So. I got the classics where it's you hook it up to the TV and you can wow. play like 45 games in one thing. So I went to this local CD store around the corner and it had this thing for like, what was it, like $25, $30, something like that? I can't I, remember. I don't know. But it had like 600 games on it. And a lot of them are imports from Japan and stuff like that. Uh, so it's like awesome. really weird. Like Mario is like very large <laughs> and he's throwing pies at people and killing them. With it. It, but it's really cool. I love it. The killer Mario. You know when somebody calls you and they're like, hey, um, do you hey. want to buy something? One of them, them mm-hmm. idiots out there. Morons. A guy called A guy called me one day. He goes, hi, I'm Mario. And I'm like, no way. I'm Luigi. And yeah. like... And like he, you hear him go, ah, and I'm like, and then he hangs up the phone. So I called back the number. I asked him, I was like, how's Yoshi doing? And he got pissed off and hung up the phone. <laughs> nice. So you got to get him back. You got to get him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So the question that I'm getting into is ribs and pranks. So uh, I mean, you I had some ribs earlier and great barbecue sauce, a little bit dry, but it was still good. No, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But a different kind of ribs. I want to hear stories kind of right here. No, not them. Like jokes and pranks. Like the, oh, the oh. apple juice story. Like two Jews walking to a bar. No, 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 no. Okay. Oh, boy. Dude, that's too horrible. It's too horrible? That's messed up. What about apple juice? I just... Apple juice? Is that a good joke? The, the apple juice story, remember, with Rick? Yeah, that was a great the, the one. The beer? Yeah. yeah. You want to tell Alex that one? Um, okay, um, fast story. Um, my friend went outside to smoke, so his beer do, was do done. Cliff I told, Notes version. I'm, I'm doing, the, I'm doing okay. like, the um, speed version. Like Cliff Notes. Yeah, Cliff yeah. Notes. So I asked the bartender, um, does he have apple juice um, or anything no, that looks was, like... No, do you have something that looks like beer, but yes, it's not beer? but I said it's apple juice now, so right. I'm making the cliff notes faster. Oh, my gosh, he's, he's messing me up. So he comes back in, he takes a sip, and he's like, my, beer's, my beard tastes weird. I was like, what are you talking about? You just put your beer down. Because, no, it tastes horrible. I don't know what's wrong with it. So I took a sip, I'm like, it tastes like beer to me. Yeah. What are you talking about? And then, like, um, he goes, no, it doesn't taste good. And then you see the other bartender that wasn't in the joke starts laughing. He goes, what's going on? And I'm like, dude, you're drinking apple juice. It doesn't taste like apple juice. I was like, what does it taste like? He goes, I don't know. I'm like, okay. I asked the bartender, give me a shot of the apple juice. And I'm like, dude, it's apple juice. Oh, so the moral of the whole story we were playing trivia. I don't drink anymore. So we put, we're playing trivia. Um, we know. Uh, we're playing the trivia, and I asked them to change the name Slayer the God to Applejacks because Rick's last name is Jackson. So we made right. it Applejacks. So there's the rip. Um, sorry, it's in the right. and he, he has his own theme song, too. So we changed the words to uh, Miss Jackson from Outcast. Sorry, Miss Jackson. To, yeah. I'm sorry, Rick Jackson. That's <laughs> funny. So do you have any ribs or um, pranks that you've been in or been around? Uh, you don't have to say the wrestler's name. You can say yeah. create a character number one. I'm cool with it. <laughs> create a character 7.3.2.9. No, that's I Jimmy know. Lloyd. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, oh, wow. so character is Sid point six seven. That's Chuck Payne. Stop it! No, actually, that's Russell. Uh, oh, Russell Crowe. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was Russell Crowe. Was the movie uh, uh, Virtuosity? You know, I don't think I've been a part of any like like direct rib, but I um, I mean, I have a really shitty story about something that backfired on me once. Oh, uh, as a kid. Um, so we're on the way back from a dentist appointment that I had in Philadelphia, huh. and we're on the hot we're on the highway, and I immediately like I'm like I gotta pee, I have to pee, it's like I gotta go. <laughs> so we had one of these like big slam Mountain Dew. Uh, I I did my business in the back seat. 
right into the uh, the, uh, the uh, Mountain Dew bottle. And I thought that I would be funny because my mom's driving. And I stick it right next to her face and I pour it out the window. Oh. Not realizing that science would take it right out the front window and right into my face through the back window. Backfired. So I basically pissed all over my own face. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is a great story. Oh my gosh. Never did that. But <laughs> pardon, pardon me, but insert you fucked up chant here. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, what's up? Um, go ahead. Ask sure. question. So my whole thing is I love storylines. I, yeah. I, I like wrestling and stuff like that. I like the old school and everything else. Uh, I don't mind the deathmatch stuff, but I just don't want it to be like that's how we start. So my question mm-hmm. is, do you believe that wrestling has strayed from the how did we get there type of bit? Like with hardcore yeah. wrestling? Right. Like it goes back show, to okay. like, like how did we get there? Like it went from, so you did Shawn Michaels and Razor. You had yeah. the one match. Then you had another match. Then you had the ladder match. How did we get there? I, I'm a huge fan of the how did we get there? Like well, I, I don't even, mind the ladder match and all that. And that's fine. Right, right. Right. But I want to know how we got there. Well, you know, ECW did hardcore very well. Right. Yes. Hardcore very well. But you get you get now nowadays uh, deathmatch wrestling, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shit on deathmatch deathmatch wrestling because right. uh, I very much want to be a part of it to an extent. But like like you said, with storytelling, I want to know how do we get from starting the match to the light bulb and the Legos. you with it, or or you know, because I don't I don't love the fact that oh this is a deathmatch. We just laid out all these light bulbs, and then we're just gonna gratuitous grab it smack grab it smack it and you're just letting it happen like there's no wrestling there right so it's just it's you're just, basically just beating the shit out of each other it's just pure violence without any real reason other than people want to see blood and violence um but if you make a wrestling match out of it start with a lockup start with whatever do some wrestling work your way to the outside oh look found a weapon i'm gonna use mm-hmm. and that's how you, you know, started right and that, uh, you know, we can as long as you go retrieve your own weapons and all that have the deathmatch be as right. brutal as you want but um, you know once once I have this rake of light bulbs already in the ring I know it's that uh, there's, there's no guesswork somebody's gonna use that or you're both gonna use it yeah. and most of the time they just stand there and hit each other with shit and it's like it's not exciting I will say um, Nick Gage versus Chris Jericho I found that to be very entertaining oh yeah I did yeah, yeah, I, I found it very entertaining I just, I'm just surprised they let Nick Gage use the pizza cutter mm. yeah well I think I think they gotta rub off Domino's for that since that commercial popped up right after. Right after, literally. <laughs> it was great. But, like, there, there's companies like FMW. Not a lot of mm-hmm. people remember FMW um, over in Japan. They right. they were doing the deathmatch stuff, but they were also doing regular stuff. Like, I remember watching an interview with Pauly. Pauly says, yes, we mm-hmm. do the extreme stuff, but we also have the best wrestling as well. Yeah. Like, you would have the extreme match, but then you have the matches between Malenko and, and Eddie. And then you have... Right, and then you have the the Taipei death match between the Rotten Brothers, mm-hmm. but yet you also have the wrestling, which right. I enjoy. See, that's what yeah. I think I that will get down. me. I think that will get me out there to watch death match wrestling if you put other things into it. Right. Yeah, like, I couldn't just go sit and watch a whole show of, of death matches. It just wouldn't appeal to me. Like the, the uh, CCW cages of death, like stuff like that, the weed whacker spots. I can't look at that. Yeah. Wife yeah. beater. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> wife beater, Sick Nick Mondo. I love Sick Nick Mondo. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, but it, it's like, like Paulie said, accentuate the positive. Like, we don't have the best lighting. We don't have the best ring. We don't have the best this, that, and the other. But we got the best wrestling. I don't yeah. mind the deathmatch stuff like that. But mix it up. Do do a regular match and have the death match. Do a regular match, death match. Mix it up. But it's still fun. Right. So Absolutely. we we are called the twenty three hundred wrestling podcast after the arena. Right. So do you have an arena story? I know like you've been ECW there. ECW story. Like, mm-hmm. do you have a story um, being there and it's like, oh my gosh, this is awesome? Uh, you know, my first time there was when, when I met you. And uh, I thought the coolest thing for me, well, that Muda match at the end of the show of it was, was, was a lot of fun. It um, was great. What, my favorite part of that probably was when Tommy Dreamer told that fan to fuck off because he was being a dick. I, <laughs> oh I'm my sorry, God. No, I, I was. I'm sorry. That was there. Because the, the dude. 
dude spit on Taya. Yeah, it was incredibly rude. Right. I was getting ready to get into security mode and be like, all right, but guys were already over there. Yeah. It's wrong. Some fans I don't like to be around. Mm. And I lately, I've been to a DCW show and the fan just like... Mm. was racist and I didn't know how to like not be a dick and like I'm like mind my own business mind my own business mind my own my business because it's not a promotion they knew me yet you know what I mean sure. now they know well, who I am yeah, yeah, they yeah I would have said something and but the dude was I mean, a dick and but you're down in um slower Delaware and but yet you live in Delaware so but I'm upper Delaware yeah but still it's, we're right. a little bit smarter up there <laughs> do you have an ECW story DB? What's that? Do you have an ECW story? ECW story? Yeah, Pitbulls versus the Rottens. Whoever lost. Um, oh, that one. Up. I love that That was one. when Ian jumped Axel that yeah. night. Mine was one of the first nights I was in the ECW. It was 1994. I was there for the night the line was crossed. Ooh. Do you remember um, that pay-per-view? I was there. It was Arn and... Terry mm-hmm. versus Sabu and the the late great beautiful Bobby Eaton. God rest. Wow. And I was there that night and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was my first ECW show and that was the first time I ever um saw ECW. And my friend's like, oh, were you, you want to go see Red- that? What's that? Were you there for that at the arena? Yeah, I was there for the arena. Yeah. And so was I. No, it was kind of funny because my friend's like, oh, it's wrestling. You have to check it out. The only thing I knew was WCW and WWF. And- the, I, I do have one other ECW story. So they came down to Wildwood when I was working down there. And it's the first and only time ECW ever came to Wildwood. So oh, I wow. guess the people who owned the building in Wildwood, the old convention center, didn't know that the language was the language. And they turned off the lights and everything else. And they kept turning the lights open on and Taz grabs the mic he goes you know what would you fucking people make up your fucking mind you keep turning the lights off you turn the fucking lights off you turn them off Leave the, make up your fucking minds what are we gonna fucking do let us wrestle and let's, let us have the show I'm like oh crap and ECW was never invited back to the to Wildwood again it was the one and only time ECW was in Wildwood yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I totally forgot what I was gonna ask next and say oh, something you, I you, had you, a story for you and I moving right along I'm, I'm, I lost it it ran yeah. away with a spoon you do, so you did Road story? No, we didn't do a road story. You want to do a road so, story? Road story. Why not? You want to do a road story? I like road stories. I, I'm a fan of road stories. Yeah, you got a couple good ones. Because this guy in front of me um, loves to touch my radio. Oh, no. And I hate it when somebody touches my radio. Oh, I've been doing it purposefully now just to piss him off, so. Dude, he touches it and like, and there's a song and that comes on. I, I, I push the button every time now. Every time he changes it, I change it just to mess with him. He's like, I like that song. I'm like, oh, I like this song better. But one night... I'm sorry, I'm trying to listen to Carolina Jim in the background announcing. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, what, so on the way home, I put on Muppet music. Like, you hear, like, uh, moving right along. We're, we're talking, like, Rainbow Connection in the on the way home. And the rule in my car, you're not allowed to wear headphones in my car. So, his boy, Mike, was in the back. Yeah, my girlfriend's son. Yeah. Um, He's like, what the hell are we listening to? I said, the greatest music that Jim Hansen ever did. <laughs> Moving right along. And then I put on Disney music on too after that just to piss the two o'clock in the morning and enjoy good uh, Disney sing along car ride. That's uh See at two o'clock in the morning and I hear Okay I can show you I'm like Okay, I wanna I wanna I wanna go on a road trip with Alex now. You wanna go you wanna go on a road trip with us? Oh god. It'll be fun. We'll sing along. We'll help we're gonna have to go up like writing area for that one. I'm I'm very I'm very willing to do a Disney sing along with you guys. I only have one request and if he does that, he has to paint his face blue. Why? Because then he'll be the genie. And you're gonna you're gonna be princess. That and uh, you're gonna be princess. You're gonna be the princess. Yeah, I'll be the princess. Okay, you do have long hair now. (laughs) I do have long hair now. Yeah, I do. So, but there's a reason for the long hair now. So, so do you have any cool road trip stories? Uh, the only thing I can think of right now oh, is a Disney road trip. <laughs> a Disney road trip. Now, um, so the bicycle and I, when we're on the road, um, I I sit with my knees pretty wide, and uh, I con- his car is a little smushed, and I'm constantly knocking him out of gear, and he doesn't realize it until the car is just like 
coming to a stop. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a you. It got us into quite a few dangerous situations. I'm not going to lie. Wow. That's, that's about it. Nothing, nothing too crazy. That, that's so Frankie Picard did the same thing to me, but he fell asleep, took a nap. <laughs> this is the first time I got to hang out with Frankie, so I didn't know how to wake up the dude. And you had sure. Drew, Drew and um, Devin sleeping in the back. And um, Frankie um, put his knee against the heat. Uh, the whole car got hot. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, it's hot. And like I'm like, this is really hot in here. And I'm like, I don't know how to do this. I'm rolling down so my window hot? a little bit. Yes, it's hot, hot, hot. And no, um, you said it's hot in here. So I said so hot? It was so hot, yes. So hot in the here. The car was like so hot. You hear Devin and um, Drew roll down the window. And I'm like trying to figure out how to wake him up. Yeah. Me being so stupid, not thinking about, oh, I could have turned off the heater and just stopped it. You know what I mean? But no. Yeah. His knee was still on that, and I'm like not thinking that and like you hear Frankie go it's hot in here and I'm like yeah your knees on the heater and he's like oh I'm sorry <laughs> that's a pretty good Frankie impression oh, thank, you. You. thank you thank you thank <laughs> you <laughs> but it was fun and it was one of the coolest road trips I ever had and really my first road trip you know what I mean because me and Dave didn't start the 2300 um, podcast yet I was still doing the Itsagori podcast so that's my story about that road trip and and you're sticking to it yeah sticking to it right. and, and I still have fun with Dave and Dave goes oh let's go here and I, I go no and I go somewhere else and it's funny because he wants to go somewhere and I, I'm like no I want to go this place and well I know where you're going this Saturday oh I know where uh, we're going Saturday yeah we, you got booked and I'm gonna booked. and I'm gonna do some um, podcast stuff yeah I can't wait <laughs> yeah you got it's Dave a great thing about getting booked two minutes from my house it's awesome yes dude and, and you know what you know who else I forgot to tell Alex you know who else lives like two minutes from my house Deshaun Pratt yeah Deshaun Pratt oh, very nice. Deshaun lives like two minutes from my house so that's pretty cool a lot of people live right near you too <laughs> I know a lot of workers so um want to make this the final question it's the final yeah, question my, my phone just gave me the Iggy I got five percent Left, so okay, um, so you want to ask the last question? What's the last question? I don't know. What Me is neither. it? I was letting you do it. Uh, I don't know. Um, you got any fears in the business? There you go. Fears? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think my biggest fear as a promoter is uh, that somebody's going to get hurt. Yeah, I, I can. Um, yeah. Somebody bangs their head and gets a concussion. Like, my, my heart's wrong way. in my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my, my biggest my biggest thing is I, I want I want people who are working their ass off to make uh, my company look good. I want them to be safe. Yeah. Right, that's, uh, that's one of my fears. I work for the Philadelphia Phillies on the field. Mm -hmm. So, like, my whole thing is I people try to grab that ball, try to catch it. I don't want them to get hit. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? But his phone's at 4% now. Yes, um, let's do this. Um, do you have any social media? Real quick, social media or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, yeah, let me, let me put over the uh, some of the promotions I'm at here. Um, I'm going to put over the Sanctuary uh, in, in Hazleton, PA. Uh, you catch them on Facebook like every other week doing live shows. We're absolutely free. Um, you can catch, uh, just with ASOC tonight, like I said earlier, uh, Camp Leapfrog at Camp Leapfrog on all social media. And then High Tension Wrestling, which is Camp Leapfrog's parent company at High Tension HTW on all social media. And you can also go to High Tension Wrestling or High Tension uh, HTW or CampLeapfrog.com. They all take you to the same place. From that website, you can buy tickets to all of our events. And if you want to check me out, uh, at Real Kilowatt on all social media. Awesome. I'm going to end the right. show and I want to do the promo fast. And well, wait, do yep. the promo fast because the promo's dying. Do the okay, let's do, you want to do the promo right now? No, I mean, we, we can wait. You, you end it no. Okay. I mean, I don't want your Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. This has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside DB Richards, and we'll see you in the ring. Also, we've been talking to Alex Kilowatt. Uh, yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to the Kilowatt on listening to the 2300 podcast. This is the Kilowatt, and if you guys aren't listening to this podcast, you are shortly mistaken. Believe that.